0: So you challenge Charlotte to a match?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for... Chocolate It's Rusev Love black eyes. Where are you, Dekko? All before
0: you were wearing a training suit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Tacamania. I'm your host, Desvino, here with my tag team partner, J-Bomb. Say hello, J-Bomb.
1: Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? It's
0: the J-Bomb. Yep, 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 yep. So, let me ask you a question. How's it going? What have you been up to lately?
1: Hmm... Uh not much, bro. What about you?
0: Not too much. A little bit of back-to-back Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. It's been a pretty, pretty wild week thus far, and we're only halfway through the week.
1: I know it's what is it? Are we is it Wednesday? I've completely lost track of everything that's going on. In <laughs> it's my life.
0: Wednesday. I know we've had a lot going on. We had the greatest Royal Rumble last week. We had uh Monday Night Raw and we had SmackDown both in Montreal, folks talkamania was there and it was exciting we went to both shows we pulled it back to back and definitely worth it definitely worth it
1: double duty man
0: we did double duty
1: you know it's the first time i've ever like like there's like tons of music festivals that i go through go to and uh like i'll buy tickets for the whole thing and i only end up going to like one day because i get too drunk or it's because you know i only want to go to that one day but long story short i was surprised that i did double double duty
0: it was funny, too, because I got up the next day. Like, remember we were walking back from Ron? I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm probably going to go tomorrow. I was trying to convince you. And then I was like, you know, I'm so pumped. But in the back of my head, I was like, let's see how I feel tomorrow. And <laughs> um, just to give you guys insight, like, I got a really bad uh, stomach virus uh, over the weekend. Actually, uh, just to touch back, when I was doing the greatest Royal Rumble with you all, uh, by the end of it, I was really exhausted and I wasn't feeling good. And I just figured it was because of the long pay-per-view and all the periscopes, but uh, uh, by the end, I was really drained and I woke up with a really bad virus all weekend. So I hadn't eaten much and it carried on to Monday and, and I knew that Raw was coming up and we had got our ticket. So I'm like, oh, I just got a strong, uh, kind of push my way through this take the Pepto-Bismol bottle with me to work, (laughs) and uh, we made it happen. And then Monday, I I ended up powering through the show. And then on Tuesday, I was like, oh, man, still feeling this. I don't know if I can do this in the end. I was feeling a bit hungover, really tired because I'd gone to bed at 2 in the morning the the night before after Raw. And uh, then we started talking. We had a really good time. We teased the idea of going. It was more like if you were on board, I was going to go. Otherwise... Maybe I wasn't, but I I was kind of still teasing the idea. You know, it's kind of like I was on the fence still. But uh, definitely, you know, we got excited about it. We talked to each other. We had a good time. So it kind of got us to kick our asses to go to SmackDown. And I'm glad we did because we had a great time, folks.
1: It was good. I mean, I'm paying for it now. not going to (laughs) lie. Today was a tough day. And I got two kids. And uh, Jesus.
0: You're going to be Heath Slater now? Like, oh, it's tough, man. I got kids.
1: I got kids, man. I, I, I got gotta no it kids, every
0: week. so but uh, yeah, I actually had the luxury of working from home today, so uh, it was a busy day for me. But you know, recovering from home is definitely nice. It was exciting because I caught up on my WWE programming. Uh, I ended up watching right along this uh, this morning on WWE Network the episode with Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. So it was pretty mm. cool to see the way they interact with each other, see him kind of uh, a little bit out of character. And they also had Titus worldwide in the other car, so it was all right. It was interesting. I got to see an Andre the Giant documentary, or not oh, documentary. You it? When he was on, well, I was just watching it on the on the WWE Network, it's just kind of naturally letting it go, and I was just watching things as I worked. And they had that uh, Andre the Giant uh, when he goes on Vince McMahon's talk show. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. It. And he basically he does a segment there. There's always like a small clip of it when they show Andre highlights, but I actually watched the full thing, and it was really cool. Um, and then went into NXT after that. And again, you know, more and more excited to when I watch NXT. Great talent. Aleister Black pulled off some good shit. Great match. Uh, Black Mass, Black Mass after Black Mass. And he always nails it. Who's he uh, fighting? Uh, he was fighting Sanity. Uh, Eric Young, I believe. Okay. One of the guys from Sanity. And uh, great match. <clears throat> uh, and NXT was great. And then I caught up on Raw and SmackDown. Now, obviously, we were there, we saw it, we experienced it. But of course, you want to go back and you want to watch it and see oh, how sure. the viewers listen to it, right? And they saw it in their perspective. And on that note, we will get into our experience at Raw and both SmackDown. But before we do, folks, make sure to follow us on Twitter at underscore Talkamania. Make sure on Periscope now, we've been a lot more active on Periscope, as you'll see on our feed. Uh, we live streamed a match last night. And uh, if you guys haven't seen it, We'll get to it at one point, but Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Dream Match, guys. Check it out on our Twitter. Share it with your friends and listen to our podcast. Subscribe, Five Star, and that's all the plugging I will do, and we will get (laughs) right into it. Right on, right on. So talking about going home, watching Raw, my biggest kind of interest was, well, no-brainer. If you watch Raw, Montreal was loud, and they were opinionated, and they started off right away Showing their love or disdain
1: for Roman Reigns. It was awesome. Oh. I've heard I've heard a lot of booing in that building at hockey games and stuff like that, but uh, that was loud, man. And I didn't realize how loud it was until I watched it on Raw. Like he was even louder on Raw than it was. It was it was like deafening, man.
0: And, and even to that fact though when I do watch it, they do quiet it. So I'm gonna tell you, folks watching at home, it was even louder in the building because when he walked out on the stage. You'd hear his music, and the, the booing wasn't too loud. It was when he came down to the the ring, started cutting his promo, and they really laid into him. But even before that, when he was coming down to the ring, it was deafening. So <laughs> they, they, they have a tendency to kind of quiet it down as much as they can, but the reality of it is they can only quiet it down so much. And, you know, as you saw Roman cutting his promo, he had to just continue through the boos uh, through most of it. That's awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure he's used to it by now, but at the <laughs> oh, same time, sure. you know, there must have been some question marks raised in the back, like, Dude, but I don't know. <laughs> you know like. I don't know, man.
1: I'm starting to think that like some of the success of Raw is based on Roman Reigns getting booed. Like mm. it creates such a a fun atmosphere for the fans. Like some of the most fun I had watching Raw was booing Roman Reigns, and it made you want to cheer everybody else so much louder. So, like that's what I felt was missing a bit from SmackDown. That there was no like. Like the crowd got into it for SmackDown, but it wasn't the same as Rana, and I really I'm starting to think that Roman Reigns getting booed is probably what's best for business right now.
0: It definitely does work. I mean, the fans like to participate, even if they don't like somebody. Like they like they like to say Angle, right? Like, you suck, you suck. But you know they don't think obviously he sucks. So um, again, I think people like to boo Roman Reigns. I think that's that's, big that's part. what I mean. I don't yeah. think they're
1: booing him anymore because they legitimately don't like him. I think they they're just like.
0: He's the guy to boo. When you this see him, is you boo. fun
1: to boo yeah. and to cheer anybody who beats him up.
0: Well, they were and even kind of giving Ginger Mahal a little bit of a, not like, I mean, they weren't cheering him. I mean, he, I know he's Canadian. I thought he'd actually do a little bit better based on that fact. But I mean, again. I got,
1: cheered him when he came out. <laughs>
0: well, a lot of people did. But then you have yeah. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens who are locals. And man, they were so over that night. It was ridiculous.
1: Oh, man. When Sami Zayn came, over, uh, came out, like watching it back on Raw, it was like, that's the loudest pop I've heard in a long time on Raw. Oh, Kevin was Owens like,
0: was even louder. Go back and watch it. Kevin Owens even got the a super
1: loud pop in the ring when, when he was like doing the popularity no, when he, contest. And
0: when he came out. No, go back and I check it out. I found Sammy's.
1: I watched it. I thought, I'm sure Sammy's was louder when the music hit. I think they thought both of them were coming out when Sammy's music hit. That's why. Well, I think they
0: were taking advantage of the pops, right? They wanted to do it twice instead of having them come out together. They could have done it, but they want to have those two pops. And there's a good way to kind of measure them, to kind of see where they stand (laughs) with the Montreal crowd. And uh, definitely when Kevin Owens came out, at least for me, uh, a guy who was world champ, I think he was more prominently in the spotlight. And I think, you know, people are more familiar with him. But uh, there's no denying that Sami Zayn got... A massive pop. I think if you look at Kevin Owens too, go back and take a look at it. I will urge you because you'll see, first of all, but then you're not going to just see that. Kevin Owens does this thing where he kind of like puts his fist against his face. He touches yeah, his he eyes. Looked like emotional, he yeah. looked like he was going to cry. He looked yeah. like he was really touched. And I bet you he was. Kevin Owens is a big softie. And oh. uh, I'm pretty sure he was touched. And awesome.
1: Great for him. It was his cool, His father man.
0: was in the crowd too.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of, uh, of like Attitude Era Pops. Like... It popped and then it got even louder. You know what I mean? Like it, like pop, pop. It was just, it was just really cool to see. Um, another cool thing was that, like, for the first time ever, Braun Strowman's like was booed <laughs> on Raw, which yeah, is, he, which he is was pretty cool. Yeah. I and mean, that's just the power of where they are and like how over Kevin and Sammy are in, in Montreal is freaking wicked, man.
0: Well, there's something special in certain crowds, right? I'm not going to say Montreal's the best crowd. I mean, Corey Graves did on Twitter, and other people may. Debated as well, but there's some crowds. Chicago is one of them as well too, and they're allowed, and they can hijack shows. And uh, definitely did that to some degree. But Chicago hijacks
1: shows. That's the difference. I don't feel like we hijacked it. We participate
0: per- and we make I'm, our. We just have fun,
1: you know. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, I'm being biased, but
0: well, if you ever guys ever gone to a Montreal Canadiens hockey game, if you're in Montreal, I urge you guys to go. If you're ever in town, the crowd's pretty into it and really exciting as well. Uh, but this, especially week, whole this. Another- season. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we got third pick overall, so let's see, you know, we'll see what we we can do with that. But yeah, yeah, definitely was an experience and a half. It was great. We were on the floor uh, not too far back, a couple rows back, and uh, it was an experience. It smelled a lot like, uh, I kept saying that popcorn and farts and beer, lots of like... Yeah, sorry uh, about that, man. Those typical wrestling fans that... Don't come out of their house very often, but again, that's what's great. You have all these people that come over, different fans, different ages, women, men, old people, young people, people with their children. I'm sure J-Bomb's going to be bringing his kid one day. Oh yeah, we I was tempted to do it for SmackDown. We were talking about, Jay was talking about how his kid is going to be a wrestler, so mark your words, or we're gonna, this is it, we're making history. That's right. What's his what's his what's his stage name gonna be? Do you already have it picked out? Or are you gonna let him choose it when he's ready to fly, spread his wings and fly?
1: Well, I'm gonna let Vince McMahon or probably Shane McMahon choose it because he's going straight to WWE. Cool. Will he be uh, on the yeah. A show or the B show? Mm. We'll see we'll see which, what what's going on then. <laughs> He'll but be on the show. The show. Um the show. but dude, walking into the building and like I don't go to many live events, and that's the first Raw that I've seen. And, uh, back in 97 Survivor Series, they didn't have the Titantron. So when we walked in, like you pull the curtain, walk in, start walking down towards like the ground. It was like surreal, man, to see the ring, to see the Titantron with raw on there. And then to see the raw banner going around, man, it was like a really, really cool experience. Like if, if you haven't been to a live event, you have to go like, do not pass it up. Like I will never, ever pass it up. Like I'm considering going to Toronto. And yeah, it's
0: definitely not out of the realm. I mean, we also have Ottawa when they do an Ottawa show from here. Do but, they do uh, RAW
1: and or SmackDown in Ottawa? Uh, they
0: not often. Again, it's Toronto, Montreal's your main places. But if they do, sometimes they do Ottawa shows. Be cool to go. And to your point as well, uh, you know, I've gone to RAW a number of times, but it's been quite a long time. Obviously, the production value they put into things now, the LED lights, the rings, uh, the ring posts as well have videos on them too. Uh, it's pretty crazy to see. Uh you nailed it right in the head when you were saying that you need to go see the experience. Uh the the screen itself is so large, so booming. All the backstage promos, you can kind of feel them too. Like they're talking the bass, it's just uh it's a hell of an experience.
1: It's just cool seeing the ring. <laughs> it's just like just super cool, because like, every time I walk in that building it's ice, you know, for hockey. Yeah, it's interesting so to, to see a different see.
0: setup for sure, for sure.
1: And like we were Pretty, pretty close that first night, man. Like we were like ten rows back.
0: Yeah, we were. Uh, You said that you saw yourself. I was trying to keep. I was trying to check you out, see if I could find you today. I couldn't.
1: Oh yeah, Seth Rollins match. Oh, Seth Rollins. Let's get to that, folks. Now,
0: geez, this guy pretty much sold the show. It was Monday Night Rollins. If any night was Monday Night Rollins, it was that night in Montreal. Oh, for sure. Uh, he, when he first came out, and it was funny because when he came out, like, the pop was really large, and but he started talking in his promo. And I was like, wait a second. I remember he couldn't talk in his promo. And I was thinking they had edited it, but it was a little bit later. It was like he like, kind of was into his promo, like maybe 25% into it. They started just bombarding him with chants, and he started smiling and like kind of being like, holy crap, this is intense. And uh, mm. it, it was really funny that he actually had to stop and stall time and just kind of... Sit back and take an awe, you know? I think he just took it. Yeah, yeah that's I it. Think it, was that's like, it. Yeah. I think a lot of them did that night. So it was really cool to see. And again, Rollins was so over. And I hope this opens up the WWE's eyes to see like, hey, maybe we have the wrong guy. Or, you know, again, the Universal title isn't on Raw or isn't really defended, I guess, normally on a normal schedule. So maybe they're treating the IC title as the main title. And I think if you go back, you know, to a couple podcasts, like we were talking about the IC title and how the Miz makes it legitimate, we definitely yeah. had conversations about Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins was somebody who I said can make the IC title great. Um, I mean, not that the Miz didn't, but another person who could. And he did. And their match, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, oh, classic. It was really, nice. It was good. I watched it again today on Raw. It was, it was fantastic. So good. Oh, just
1: like. Seth Rollins is going to be a different type of champion than The Miz. But, like, uh, I agree. He's going to make that belt, like, prestigious again. In in a different way. I mean, The Miz did it because he did it in a heel way. He kept saying it. And and he backed it up because everybody likes a good Miz promo. But Seth's going to, like, from a wrestling perspective and from in-ring, he's just going to absolutely murder it. And that match was so good, man. And seeing Finn in person, like, I think the last podcast I might have even mentioned that I'm not a Finn Balor fan um I'm a Finn Balor fan now <laughs> what made you seeing a Finn, him live, Balor, man, Finn Balor fan just seeing him live man like he was I don't know he captivated me like in ring on the mic it was just everything I don't care for his entrance and I think that's maybe why I don't really like him that much I'm, I don't like those kind of entrances but I don't know it like changed my opinion plus he's got the sweetest merch in mm-hmm. the business. You like the rainbows Well, the rainbow is cool, but like I was, I was on the WWE site today because I got a few things to talk about with merch. But honestly, a lot of the merch in WWE is crap. Like it's kind of cartoony. Like apart from like the AJ Styles ones are pretty cool. Uh, Rusev Day is pretty decent, but Balor is decent. He's got good stuff. The OGBC is cool, but I'm not a huge fan of like you know old school Bullet Club or anything like that. But I couldn't get over when we were at the show. I don't know if it's just Montreal, like maybe somebody could like message us in, but I can't believe how many people have those like replica belts, man. They're like 500 bucks to $2,000 mm. and like every third person's carrying one around. Yeah, no kidding. Like they were selling them, they were selling them for like 450 bucks and those ones weren't even like the really good ones. Yeah, I was, we were That's talking not about,
0: selling. like we are talking about actually getting a title and like the cost of it and the price and... Yeah, it's like, wow, $500 for a belt, and then you go on their on and their website, and they have like ones with all the studs, and it's like $1,200, yeah. and people are buying these like, on the
1: reg. Yeah, it's nuts, man. They have a, there is, a, they call them the commemorative, god, I can't talk. Commemorative? Commemorative belts, and they're like, they're real leather, well, not real leather, but they're heavy, they're half the weight of the real ones, and they're plastic instead of metal. But I'm like, ah, I can't spend $200 on a Posse No,
0: if you're going to spend the money, you're going to want the real deal.
1: I know, but I can't I can't bring myself to spend 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. There's no way.
0: I would maybe get dope, the Eagle but... one from uh, you know, like Hogan Warrior Michael's Brett, you know, Austin won it and yeah. changed it, but like that title.
1: That one's actually more affordable.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I just wonder if it would like, if it's exact quality or if it's like kind of close to it because I want like the real deal. I would like the oh, real God. deal.
1: I want an IC, man. I'm telling you, I want the White IC. I like
0: the IC title as well, too. That would maybe be a close second. I also used to like the European title at the same time. Uh, Those those were fun times in wrestling, the European title. I think that's mainly why I like it, just because it was a really Mm -hmm. fun era.
1: Nostalgia. I could smell the Attitude Era when I think about it. Yeah.
0: But can you walk? Walk with Elias. Him and Bobby (sighs) Roode had that match.
1: Oh, God, Bobby Roode. Honestly, dude... uh, Elias, I know I know everybody really likes him. He's alright. Like I don't I don't look forward to when he comes out and I've said this before. It's pretty well documented. If you listen to the podcast, you know I'm not a huge, huge fan of Elias. Uh, his segment in Montreal wasn't that good. It was better on rock because I could actually hear yeah, it. That's, no, really that hear it yeah, that's that was my
0: point too. I had no written down. Cool. It was like, folks, if you wanted to listen to that song in Montreal, you weren't gonna be able to hear it. So it's funny, I wonder if it's the same thing when other people are listening, if like they're unable to actually hear because I guess because we were pretty loud at the same time, but Yeah, I didn't know. And I was like, I want to know what he's... I wanted to know when he jabbed the Montreal crowd, like what he was going to say. But it was like, I never got to hear it. So I was like, oh, I'll just check it on TV. And it was decent, actually. I went back and checked the song. It wasn't too bad. But man, like Bobby Roode and... um, It was confusing for the fans, I would say. Because when Bobby Roode hit that turnbuckle, we legit thought he was injured. Medics ran out. Was he bleeding? What was going on? But uh, obviously, it seems like they are just prolonging this feud... And they kept talking during the match and saying how um, Bobby Roode got hit in the throat last week, and uh, then he during
1: the match he kicked him in the throat. So I think they're just playing on that. They couldn't breathe properly. Blah 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 blah. Uh, a few of the angles look. It sounded amazing. It sounded really. He good. took a bad and bump, he, bump in too. The yeah, it he, he kind of fell off the apron in a.
0: Well, not a bad bump, but it was like it was solid.
1: But then they showed like that third angle, <clears throat> face on, where like he hits him like directly in the chest, and he cl- grabs his throat. So it's kind of it's kind of poopy. But Bobby Roode is poopy, and I wasn't expecting much from it. Um, I think it's a step down for Elias, to be honest. I think his ever since uh, he got the piano dropped on him. It's kind of been a little bit downhill.
0: Um, you think so? I, I agree, but I think they're still really high on Elias. And I'm going to say this. I think they're high. Mark my words, folks. I'm calling it right here, and I've called before. Your Money in the Bank winner this year is going to 100% be Elias.
1: Hmm.
0: hmm He is it. He is the I man. He I will be the Money in the Bank holder. I am so certain of this. But I might be wrong, if folks. It's not him, then I him. just feel it. I just yeah. feel
1: it. I have a whiff. I just
0: have this sensation, this feeling.
1: <laughs> um, before we go further, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman together with Roman Reigns. Can we just talk about how messed up that was that it was just like you tweeted out, water under the bridge between Roman and Braun?
0: Yeah, I guess they're friends now. I guess it's the whole like, once you you're a face, you're a face and your friends' faces. So it was a bit silly. But like...
1: He tried to murder I know. him in, like, all, all of 2017. Do you remember the like, garbage <laughs>
0: compact? Oh, that wasn't them. But remember with the, 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 the ambulance? Then he came out all bleeding, and then he, like, walked yeah. away, and, like, oh, like, wh- really? Dude, he, he
1: when he threw him on the stretcher off of, like, the loading dock, <laughs> like, it was insane. But, like, they did share a look. I know that they shared a look when Roman was getting in the ring, or when Braun was getting in the ring, one or the other. I picked up on that. Okay, as long as they had the but, look, then everything's okay now. That's, that's Everything's fine. okay. You see yeah. that look. But... It's just such poor um I don't I don't know what's going on with Bobby Lashley. Like, I don't know what he was his first run. I know everybody talks about his TNA being really good. But because they didn't have any other big stars. I know but like dude, you had him seriously come in to get booed and it was just not the right guy to come in to get back.
0: I don't really know where Bobby Lashley fits right now. He kind of came back, yeah, and like yeah, he's really. not really in a program. He's just a tag team partner, and like he tries, but like keeps botching and dropping people. He's so botchy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I, I don't know what's... I don't know. And it was kind of the same thing during his first run. I never really got him. Um, oh, really? No. So we'll, we'll see did where you, he ends up, but... Uh, did you uh,
1: did you catch Botchamania yet this week?
0: No, I haven't caught Botchmania for quite some time. I changed where I sit at work. So, like, my, uh, my, my screen yeah. is more visible. So, like, I used to sit there on my lunch. And I could sit there at my lunch and watch them. Yeah, lunch is But, like, is still, you know, straight. people from a distance are like, you know, it looks like I'm watching wrestling or it looks like watching videos. So, uh, I try to fit them in when I can. Uh, I have some catching up to do. Uh, but, uh, no, I have not. He almost
1: killed Cass. That's what I'm getting at. He almost killed Cass at the Grey's you He already had
0: that up in Batchamania?
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sweet. Well, I'm sure he was like, oh, my God, Titus O'Neil slide. I got to put right. this everywhere. It was like the whole episode was that. But literally, he, he comes in the ring. Like, Cass, it looks so bad. He slides in the ring, and then he trips over Kevin Owens, and it looks like he re-injures his knee right away. And then uh, and then Bobby Lashley drops him on his head. Like, brain legitimate brain buster. Ouch. And Cass is huge. <laughs> it looks so painful, man.
0: Yeah, I think even the ref went over to him to see how he was doing
1: that's true that's true
0: yeah but uh another thing i noticed from raw is like you know they're giving us these good feuds they're putting people over but one person it seems like they won't i guess put over or they keep doing the job we saw sasha banks versus ruby riot yeah sasha banks eats another pin and sees another l
1: i think it's okay I think she's somebody who could take the losses. I think
0: maybe, maybe to some. Yeah, I, I agree with you to that. Where you know, we talk about AJ Styles. It doesn't matter when he loses; it doesn't mean too much. Or at least they can rebound from it. Not a lot of superstars yeah. have that. Sasha does, but it seems like they do. They do keep making her lose quite frequently, and a lot more than she's been winning lately. Um, yeah. But I guess they're also pushing Ruby Riot. Um, I'm okay with her. I mean, I'm not a. The names kind kind of. Not too too big on it. It just sounds kind of poppy. She's great in the ring. But yes, though. I I will give her that. She's pretty solid. I love her cannonball that she does.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that got a huge yeah. pop. I didn't notice how big of a pop it was until I rewatched it. Actually, that match was a lot better on uh, watching it back than I thought it was when I was live. Well, probably because the crowd wasn't too into it the whole time. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean,
0: you you often see things when you watch them back that you ne- didn't necessarily see. You're looking at the crowd. You're in awe. But uh yeah. yeah, it was really, really, really cool to watch back. The match was fairly decent and uh Ruby Ruby I just don't like her that, that um right kick she does. I find it's it's finds weak sauce.
1: <laughs> it's weak sauce. I'll I'll give you that. It should uh, be the cannonball. It should totally be the can it should be a stage dive. Stage dive cannonball. She should do well, it was kinda cool that she did it off the top rope this time. Did she? The, yeah. Um, the kick. Oh the kick, yeah, the yeah. Kick yeah, yeah cool. The kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, was it was right. a bit better, but uh, but I think they're gonna I think they're gonna book Riot Club as like a legitimate, um, Riot Squad strong. What I call Riot them? Club? Riot Club? <laughs> Too much independent Oops. on your mind. Yeah, um, Riot Squad. I think they're gonna book them stronger on Raw than they did on SmackDown. Well, it's funny, so. yeah,
0: because they have more time okay with now as well. If you if you if you look on SmackDown, Absolution, yeah. well, it squashed. <laughs> So, it's yeah, funny You I'm have all this talent that went to SmackDown, literally and they're not even able to be on the show anymore. Like, we have the Bludgeon Brothers who weren't on SmackDown. We have the Usos who weren't on I SmackDown. I know. I just... I Sanity noticed you who it. weren't on SmackDown, who were rumored to make their debut on SmackDown. So,
1: uh... I know. We got out of Almus, yeah. That's it.
0: But even on Raw, we had Ember uh, Moon wasn't there. So... It, I know. I, just, I noticed that, too. It just goes to show yeah. you that, like, already they debut her and they don't have her. So... They're injecting too much talent, and I feel like a lot well, of these people would have just had been better off in NXT having these epic matches at TakeOver.
1: I mean, I'm okay with not all the talent being on every Raw, and I, I think that they should kind of, like, less is more, and I get that. But I feel like at the same time, I mean, we did, right after Mania, it's been uh, Greatest World Rumble, which was huge. Like, WWE put a lot of effort into that. Um, now there's going to be Backlash, and also they came to Canada. So you got to think that they didn't have their entire roster, but Paige was there, by the way, because I know we were saying, oh, maybe Paige wasn't even in Montreal because she only had backstage stuff. But Renee Young was, uh, I don't know if it was Snapchat or an Instagram story, but she was with her. See, see I, I'm
0: all down for Renee Young being more involved, but like I know she did contract signing and all that stuff. But like have Paige in there a little bit. I know she was in the UK that week as well too. But for this week, like during the mm-hmm. AJ Styles Nakamura segment, she was in the beginning saying like oh, there was a blatant low blow and it will be a no disqualification match. Well, then she should have done the interview later on where she needed the apology. It should have been her in the ring doing that. It didn't need to be Renee. She can do any segment. She can be in the back. Use her as much as you can, but bring Paige out there. I mean...
1: I'm wondering if there's some sort of like insurance thing where she can't be in the ring right now, because I noticed when she was with Absolution, she would never get into the ring. Hmm. hmm. I'm wondering if there's some sort of insurance thing where she folks, can't get. That's interesting.
0: if you in. know about that, tweet yeah. us and let us know, because that's actually a pretty good observation. Maybe she would come and in. And I the literally end, just came up with Like, that. yeah, they're very, very <laughs> careful with that, and that's. A, I'm wondering. That's yeah, a pretty good observation. I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you: Did you like your
1: moment of bliss this week? um i did i thought it was good um i think the internet ate it up again it was i'm not gonna lie i was pretty drunk by the time yeah. that came on um but when i did watch it back uh on tv it was it was entertaining Her delivery was
0: funny she's like you know that she's small it's a cup
1: and you sit in
0: it a
1: cup, <laughs> yeah you know? did she say that naya Jax was holding like two turkey drumsticks <laughs> i don't remember that but if she did <laughs> wishful i think i think you were drunk <laughs> Yeah, maybe. No, but I thought I heard it like when I was back watching on TV too. I feel like she just kind of slipped it in. Maybe you were, you were
0: right. hungover. You were eating a, a drumstick.
1: I don't know, man. Because she, I don't know. It's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I saw somebody tweet on Twitter today about, uh, you know, they had like the Cure for Connor bracelets. Right. They should make like an anti bullying campaign, like for Moment of Bliss and sell it as merch.
0: Hmm. <laughs> That could be they interesting. Would kind of be funny? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. cool.
0: Yeah, they could. Cause I saw they were selling bracelets there too for their cause, so they could just why not? Could raise money at the same oh, time. For the,
1: were they still selling uh, Connor the Cure? I yeah.
0: don't know exactly. What the I, I cure for Connor. They were. I bought those a while ago. Did you? What did, what did they look like?
1: Yeah. They're like uh, colored. Yeah, that there. must be it
0: then. Yeah, yeah,
1: cool. They're they're inexpensive. I think they were like twelve bucks mm-hmm. each. So. Well, that's good. It's for a good cause.
0: Yeah. I was a bit disappointed though with Natalia. Like, okay, I'm very happy you get to see her. She comes out. They always usually give it to give her to us when we when we have a show in Montreal. Um, yeah. But the match itself was a bit eh, and then I'm a bit salty that I did not see a sharpshooter tap out.
1: Brett screwed Brett. I don't know if they're going to do a sharpshooter in Montreal ever again.
0: <laughs> no, but she, uh, she, I've seen them, and she would bust them out. Cesaro will put somebody in a sharpshooter, but uh, in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why okay, not? Okay. Uh, it's, it, it, again, it's.
1: It, I don't know. Part of me, like when watching it live, I was like, whoa, because I was watching like Rhonda um, awkwardly chase Alexa Bliss around the ring. Like they were, she almost bailed. Did you see her? Did you watch on TV? I didn't notice that. There's a part where Rhonda, yeah. And uh, it ended really quickly live because I didn't see the roll up. I was like, wait, all of a sudden it's over. But. I don't know, man. It kind of looked like Natalia tweaked her knee. They've been playing that, so I don't though. Know if remember, she got Ronda. thrown out of the
0: ring last week, and she was holding her knee. They're just milking it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're just milking the injury. Okay. But again, I mean, you know, it's only a matter of time till Natalia is going to turn on Ronda. We all know it. We all see it. Uh, I think she should have her first match on Raw. Put her in a tag team match. The fact she's not wrestling at this point, like, yeah, come on, annoying. man. It's kind of annoying. She's got that first match under her belt. Get her you think, in
1: the ring. You think Ronda's going to... I mean, uh... Natty's gonna heal on Ron. I think it's gonna be. I way around. I think it should be their way around. Because I I think it's too quick to put um, Natty back to heal.
0: I think she's a natural heel. They're going to oh. they're going to do it though. I mean, they're definitely gonna go with Natty. I mean, she's heel. a
1: Natty. Oh, that's, no. horrible attempt at a dad joke. Natty, Natty Ice, Natural Ice. Anyways,
0: I was a bit yeah, disappointed. There was no Drew McIntyre. That's who I was looking forward to seeing. I really wanted yeah. him to come out. All he did was a backstage segment with Dolph Ziggler. And I rewatched it today. Where the hell were they? They were in like a closet um, with chairs stacked up.
1: Literally like the only place they can find that could be quiet. And it was just, it was stupid. I bet that's they were both, they it. Were, I no that's shirts.
0: it. It was the only place they could find that was quiet.
1: It didn't do either of them any favors. Uh... And I feel it's really weird when they do the cell phone interviews now and there's no graphics on the screen. Yeah, I feel like, you want I feel Gu- like you want they're like
0: GULAC PowerPoint presentations.
1: Yeah, I feel like they just kind of like made a mistake in production because sometimes they have it and sometimes they don't. And when they don't do it, I'm expecting them to to pop up when they say certain words and they don't. And then it's just awkward. I'm glad so they didn't I didn't do
0: know. it for those two because I would take them a lot less seriously.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that they weren't there. Honestly, that was like... Them and Ember Moon were... I would have taken them
0: instead of like... uh, No Way Jose. Again, I I get that he serves the purpose. We didn't even watch it. We were running around trying to get merged. merged. That was (laughs) it. So at least we had an excuse. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he comes out. I get this guy. He's a seventh inning stretch. He gets a win over Baron Corbin. Titus O'Neil comes out. Uh, it's funny, you know, Titus O'Neil, he owned it and he came out and he slipped, but I hope they don't just milk this for the next few weeks or whatever it is. I know they'll have t-shirts, but uh, come on. It's really going to taint the actual moment itself, I feel, if they make an angle out of this that draws on too long.
1: hundred percent, they're going to do it. Titus World Slide, man. That's it, I, yeah. So, I miss Dana Brooke? Damn it. Damn it. You, you know what comic relief I did enjoy, though, on the show? I really did enjoy the... the, the the Miztourage, and that threw the crowd for a swerve. For sure, we thought the Miz was there. Dude, like, well, you know, Maurice is from Montreal, so I was a little bit, like, I had a feeling, like, is Maurice going to be on SmackDown? That was going through my head, and then when Awesome hit, it was just, like, I lost my shit. Like, I turned around to the guy behind me, and I was, like, jumping up and down, yelling at his wife. (laughs) And then I heard you be like, it's the Miztourage, and literally my heart was just, like, well, one, I was embarrassed because <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I was like extremely excited about it. and uh, I think that crowd yeah. was. But, hey, they did a good job, man. It was, it was a funny segment.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I thought it was going to lead to a tag team match and ruin the night for us because we were like, I see title yeah. match, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and nope, tag team. It's like, oh, you guys, yeah. are you kidding me? Mr. Rogers. I hate you even more. Uh, yeah, big yeah. time. But, uh, it was good. yeah, it was decent. But I noticed the production on SmackDown was a bit different, so... Mm. On Raw, we had lots of matches, lots of segments. I know it's three hours, but SmackDown, it was a bit different. I kept saying it was like watching a play. You'd have, them in the, exactly. you'd have them in the ring. They would do their segment. Then it would go dark. They would change things in the middle of the ring. The talent would kind of sneak out in the back. They'd have something going on the screen. Uh, it was interesting. It would have a really kind of creative flow to it. And for what it's worth, I enjoyed it because it was a whole different experience. But one thing we can both agree on... Too many damn
1: commercials. Oh, dude. The commercials were, like, unbearable. It was, like, really unbearable. But like you said, there was a certain amount of fluidity that was missing from the show. Um, Not
0: many matches either. There,
1: I think in the first hour and 15 minutes, we had one match. Yeah,
0: and then they threw a few together at the end. But uh, a lot of backstage, back backstage segments. Um, I like the segment with Asuka and you had Charlotte and you had Becky. And they're doing their talking. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. And like, I was like, "What? Did, what is Oscar saying?" Like, I could, I couldn't figure it out. But then she's like, "Avengers assemble!" Is that yeah, what yeah, she said?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious.
0: Oh
1: damn! Yeah. I had no idea. So she fun. did speak Japanese at the end, right? What's that? Did she's throwing some Japanese right there? Uh, or I was that when maybe, she said Avengers? Like, oh, yeah.
0: like let me be like yeah 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 yeah, or like say something that's basic. <laughs> but no, no, she she speaking English, and that's kind of why I couldn't understand her because like sometimes it's hard. She can't pronounce words properly. But she's getting better, she's making an effort, and it's fun, you know. Uh, I think, you know, going back to WrestleMania, the streak's broken. Now she can kind of evolve as a character and have more fun. And now Mm. you don't know if she's going to win or lose. And even during that match, there was a few points where you're like, well, what could happen? Is she going to get in?" And it makes it a lot more exciting. But uh, it was great chemistry. And seeing her live, the crowd loved the entrance.
1: They loved her. She
0: moved so fast in the ring. She's like a fireball, just moving around. And it was really, really fun to see. Uh, she got the tap out out of like a kind of like a roll up she kind of slipped into a, um, an oscar lock i'm glad they gave her yeah. back that move uh, and
1: uh peyton sold it well and too. she
0: did yeah i thought it was great yeah. it was good the match main event was good the women's match was great charlotte flair was good she did a, a moonsault to the outside of the ring and telling you folks i know on tv it looks like it's high
1: but when you're live it's high oh my god dude even when she like um springboarded Splat or cross bodied over the over the ropes. Honestly, it just changed like my perspective and the respect that I have for these athletes. Because some of the stuff that you're like used to seeing, that you're like, oh whatever, dude, it is legit in person. Mm. It's so much cooler. Like even when Randy dropped, I don't know who he drops on the table, the back body drop on the table. It was just like was it the Miz? Like the height that he gets, and it's just I don't know, man. These guys are like premium athletes. But, but, yeah, like, Oscar with Becky and Charlotte is... I'm really, really enjoying it. Like, it's a different side of her. She's kind of got a little bit less pressure just on her alone, backstage with, like, Renee Young or something. So it's a little bit more of a natural setting, and I think it's really helping her character. Yeah,
0: I won't disagree there. I was really impressed. Another person I was impressed with seeing live was The Miz. And I know he's annoying, you know, he's awesome, he's a troll, but this guy knows how to play a crowd. He knows how to work a crowd, the small little things he does. I went back and watched the match, and there was a part where Jeff Hardy was in the top rope, and Shelton Benjamin um, was kind of like lying down to get the swanton, but then kind of got like hit in the corner with a knee. The ref kind of splits them up, and then when the rest backs turn. The Miz runs over and pushes Jeff Hardy off the top rope to the outside of the <laughs> ring, and you're like, "Oh my God, you little dick!" So uh, he knows how to work the crowd. He's funny. Uh, he made Randy Orton crack up too as well. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. It was great. Go. If you guys check that out, he's, he he cracked a little bit of a smile. Uh, But it was really cool to see, and the Miz is good, and to that fact as well, Carmella, Carmella, I know I ragged on her for a long time, you know, I still feel like they aren't always doing the right things with her, but she's hilarious, her scream, the way she plays a coward, the way she plays a heel, uh, she's doing all the right things, she's almost like a female Miz in a way, Uh, the fact that she can play the crowd the way she does, so uh, again, as long as they kind of do things in a right way, I don't know how long she'll hold the title for but was really cool to see, and I loved having the women main event SmackDown. I liked it. I liked the main event. It was
1: awesome. It was. It was really good. And The Miz too. Eh, during his match when he went and grabbed the mic, like he just he's he kind of felt it because like I'm sure that they went in there knowing that the, the crowd was hot, like because of everything that happened on Raw. And he came out, and I'm not going to say that the it took a while to get going. I think the Mizraaj, the crowd wasn't super loud right off the bat. I think it was like once Randy Orton came out and the three of them were in the ring. I don't know if it was like Jeff Hardy just wasn't giving him what he needed. But once the three of them got going, it got really, really good. But the beginning of the match was a bit stale, too. And it's because of the way that they led into it. The, the Sitting there in the arena, the Mr. Uh, Mr. Aj, Ms. TV ends. It goes dark. The crew rips everything out of the ring. And then the four wrestlers just stood there. And like kind of talk to the people in front row. Miz was taking selfies with some of the fans, which is like super odd for a heel, I would say. Um, And then they didn't even cut to a backstage segment where Paige makes the match. They just announced that Paige made the match. And then it started. And I think the fans in the building were a little bit like, I'm not going to say off-put, but they were quiet until the Miz grabbed the mic during the match. And then, boom, he got the energy right back in Yeah, and that's, that's that was, he knew was cool what to, to do. see.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. great. And, you know, I think he also likes Montreal. His wife's French. So I'm sure he tries oh, to yeah. get more involved with the crowd. He knew we were saying uh, that we wanted Maurice in French. You yeah, He's yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> like, you know, I took her to Hollywood, you know.
1: <laughs> that's literally the first thing he said on, on TV. That is the first
0: thing that came out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah.
1: so cool, man. Yeah, right. it
0: was great. It was great. And uh, another thing was, you know, I know you guys. We all we saw on TV was Rusev in a backstage segment, but we actually had a match in the, uh, I guess, a dark match before SmackDown started. Yeah. We had Rusev Day, I guess Rusev Day in English, versus the Usos, who were non-present on SmackDown outside of that. Neither was yeah, the Bludgeon weird. Brothers. I mean, it was again too much talent. Two hours, you have all those commercials. Just, come on,
1: guys. So many commercials. But uh,
0: to that fact, I mean, I guess it made a bit more sense for us there because Aiden had cost them the match against the Ustos, or at least ate the pin. So, yeah, ate the yeah, pin. Yeah, so going into that backstage segment where Lana comes wearing the Rusev day shirt, a lot of people are really excited because it's really one of the first times we see Lana and Rusev interacting for quite some time. So it looks that like... That pop to, was huge. No, oh, the pop was massive. I mean, during that yeah. dark match alone, we want Lana, we want Lana. And then Rusev even pointed to the back and troll yeah, us. Yeah, I, I, like, I thought she was coming. Come, come, And like, she didn't come, but that's Rusev being Rusev. And uh, yeah. it was funny. But uh, it was funny. Even if you go back and watch that scene in the backstage where they're doing that promo, the way Rusev acts, the way he's kind of all like, yeah, sure, I have time for you. And like, he's so goofy and like the way he's he changes so his demeanor. And then even that scene where it's like something's holding you back, noticeably, Lana, 90% less accent. She had a little bit of mm-hmm. a. Almost like she's phasing it out, but uh, yeah, yeah, clearly they're going in a different direction. People know. They watch Total Divas. Yeah, baby. But uh, yeah, and then she's something holding you back. Aiden comes and grabs his jacket. It's well-timed. It's one of those really like, oh, moments. You know, like when Jericho took the list and he's like, why is my name on this? And it's kind of like, oh, here's my jacket. And you're like... Oh, it's Aiden. Oh, no. Oh, I'm torn because I like Lan and him together and I like Aiden.
1: Exactly, dude. It was, honestly, it was a minute and like 20 seconds of pure brilliance. To me, it was what made the show really... It was the best Segment's part. like that. Best minute. Yeah, yeah. like, he knows
0: something's going to happen. We're going to go in a big direction. Will Rusev turn Could on it. Aiden? Will he be the face? Will, who will be the heel? I mean, even That's if Russo's a, a heel, he can't be a real heel because people just love the guy. So it's going to be interesting. No, I, I,
1: I've gone through so many uh, scenarios. And actually, we got a question uh, from one of our listeners. Uh, Ravishing Rico Maniac uh, on Twitter. He's Rico Man- Maniac 0812. Rob Rico. Um, Rico, Rico. He asked us, uh do you guys uh, think Rusev Day is better off with or without Aiden English? And uh, my my answer is literally, I don't know, because I want to have faith that they're going to do something good with this. I'm going to stay positive on it. Um, I think Rusev Day is going to be the three of them for a little while. I would think, let's build it to SummerSlam. And I, I just don't know if like they're going to make Rusev stay heel and really get Aiden over as a face because... Imagine they started like Happy Aiden Day or Ugh. something like That'd that. That'd be too much, but uh, I Was it I, one, agree. one versus the other or something along it's the lines? It's a tough question
0: to answer, because, and you don't even know where they're going to go, and that's what kind of intrigues you. I would like to see them all yeah. work in harmony. They've done it before in the past, mildly, during backstage segments, but it's obviously not the direction they're going to go in. I'm sure they'll go into some angle where Rusev is going to you know, kind of listen to Lana and You know, turn his back on Aiden English. They'll have a feud. They'll exchange some pinfalls maybe just to put Aiden over a little bit on his way kind of off onto his own path. But uh, putting Lana together with Rusev, uh, it, it was so successful earlier on. You know, they had a great run. Rusev was undefeated for the better part of a year. It took John Cena to do it. And now he's eating pins week after week. I think it's good. I think they've been in the doghouse long enough. Give them a chance and let's do it. I mean, God, they sell like top merch. So, uh, come on. WB has to open their eyes and they have to kind of look at the, the big picture. And I really hope this is us getting back on track with Rusev because he should be
1: on the path for greater things. And, and this is a, a storyline that doesn't need a title, which is dope, which are always really fun. It's usually some of the best storytelling, um, in the last few years. And, uh, I mean, I just, again, I don't know where it's going to go. I like Rusev with Aiden. I love Rusev with Lana. I would love the three of them to work together. I like how they kind of like, you know, they ha- they hinted at it. That, like, you know, they planted the seed. Now, I hope they go a couple of, a couple more of these segments where all three of them are harmonious. And then one gets annoyed. And I'd like Rusev to be kind of in the middle but dumb. Like, naive to know that he's in the well, middle. Well, I
0: hope deal. that too. And I think you got a little bit of a taste of that's what it seems like they're going to go with. He kind of yeah. didn't know what was holding him back, so and he didn't make any confused faces at all. He was just perfectly happy. Yeah, He was so and happy man, and, was and like kind of done. content. It was so funny. I love Rusev. <laughs> oh, man. It's a. I have a holiday named after me. What could be? Like, you yeah, know,
1: well, what could be? What could be better than yeah. this? But that pop man, that pop was huge. Like you could almost not even hear her start talking. Like for a backstage pop man, it was like. The crowd wants
0: plan awesome. and the people have spoken, and the WWE has they listened. Spoken. So, hopefully, folks, we'll see That's more. It. We'll see more. And on that note, we saw a more of not knee to face, but uppercut to groin. Another segment. Yes, very bad. AJ Styles, Nakamura. So, earlier we we're saying how after Miz's segment. You know, producers—they uh, would run out in between scenes. We talked about that earlier as well, too. They would pan out. It'd be dark. They would change some lighting. They would change the settings. And often there'd be people running down to the ring, and that's how Nakamura made his way under the ring for that segment. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Right. I forgot that was awesome. Yeah, and uh, we had no idea, right? And we were like, "Oh, wait, why is that people? Why did they run down to the ring? I guess they're changing things, but they got us, right?" Mm-hmm. And they've been doing this for years, so obviously you got to kind of, you know, put two and two together. Or at least you do after the fact. But, again, uh, a fairly decent segment. But I was disappointed. I really really have loved to see AJ Styles wrestle in Montreal. So, at least in a dark match. But, again, um, now it's pretty interesting to see because we're going to have a no-disqualification match at Backlash. Paige made it, uh, or made it. So, we're going to see what happens. (laughs) Again, I'm going to call it early. I still feel like it's going to be AJ Styles winning with a low blow. He's going to be the one to deliver it this this Sunday. Um, I'm banking on that right now.
1: No DQ is interesting because, like, yeah, it can totally go by a cock shot, AJ to knock. But at the same time, we can see the bullet club or the club get involved in this. We didn't see
0: them this week, but they could be like nursing their heads because, like, you know, our Anderson took the bullet for AJ last week, I guess. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty good to see. Um, again, Nakamura coming out doing his heel thing doing the he did get the kinshasa afterwards but uh again we've been seeing shinsuke get the better hand or the upper hand on aj week after week after week so it only makes me feel like aj is going to take the win this sunday and we'll go over that folks Mm. we're going to do our prediction show as well too this week we're going to get more into detail for that but uh, i got a feeling that aj is going to take the title and it's part of me is kind of like well when's nakamura gonna get it you know and he held the title up and he had it over aj I was like, you know what? The title doesn't look as bad beside him as I
1: thought. It looked good. It looks good on heel Nakamura. It wouldn't have looked good on Face Nakamura. And I
0: will say, folks, I know I said a day one. I knocked the theme song. I oh, like the theme song. It,
1: and I, it was cooler in person than it was on um, when you watched it. He just TV. caught me by
0: surprise the first time. I was like, what what do they do? They change the lyrics. And you know you sometimes you have to hear a song a few times for it to kind of grow on you. And I came home last night And like I was I was buzzed We were drinking last night I started playing some theme songs I played Seth Rollins, Burn It Down I played Asuka I played New Day I played Balor And I actually found um, Shikin Nakamura's new theme As well So I played it I had my Sonos speakers Sonos plug And uh, It was awesome man And my girlfriend She's from Japan So she was listening to the music And she was like Translating the lyrics for me And basically it's like my strength and I'm strong and I'm number one. And it's funny. Uh, it it really has grown on me and, uh, I eat my words. Like I said, I said, I would give it a fair chance. I like it. I think (laughs) it makes sense. It works for the heel Nakamura. And now you go back into the old one and it's like, Oh, it's version 1.0,
1: you know? (laughs) Yeah. Version 1.0, a hundred percent. Um, I know you were disappointed that AJ Styles, we, we didn't get to see him fight, but we got a pretty good gift. We did, folks, because after
0: two o five live, which which was all right, it was you know two o five live, it was fun. Drew Gulak was good. We had some good matchups. Was it? I I I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. This guy does not like two o five. He doesn't like the cruiser weights. You know, it's not going to be RAW. It's not going to be SmackDown. It is what it is. I liked it. But yes, we got Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura, folks, a dream match gifted to us, and it gifted. was spectacular. Uh, if you guys have not seen it, jump on our Twitter page. Uh, we periscoped it, and it's up there. And uh, enjoy it, folks, because it is lightning in a bottle. Um, the match ended in a way that leaves you wanting more, but it was genius yeah. at the same way. Uh, he interacted with the crowd at the end, and it was a magical moment. I feel the WWE open their eyes to, the, to a degree to see that Montreal can be an amazing crowd to be in front of. I hope this opens up the door for more... Um, uh, pay-per-views and shows and you know what that means more mania and more yeah. you being there us being there and experiencing it because man that was something
1: you want to humble brag it we got 1500 views on that video
0: oh uh, it was you know again the people <laughs> want what the people want you know this is a match <laughs> the match that people are want looking talk-a-mania. forward to and it's a match we're probably going to see again uh, and you know we're going to look forward to each And every time these two get in the ring together.
1: So, um, before we wrap this up, I got a question for you out of of the whole two days. What's your favorite moment? Like, what's the moment that you're going to like in five years, you know, the next raw we go to, um, we're waiting in line for a beer. We talk about memories from this raw. Like what's that takeaway from raw or from the two days together? Best moment of the two days.
0: Best moment of the two days. uh, Well, it's tough. You have Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, which was a surprise and was amazing to have and experience. Again, a dream. Uh, But I think the magic that was captured at Monday Night Rollins, I think for me, having him in that ring during that promo and then having that match with Balor and then after him talking to the crowd in Montreal. uh, Crazy. Incomparable.
1: Incomparable. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here, because really, it was a moment that, I mean, I know a lot of people were talking about it um, on Twitter, um, saying that it was a moment, but to truly, to be there, to be that close, and to see it, like, start. Like, you heard it, like, the ground was rumbling. You have to understand that, like... You don't hear that in Montreal other than for for hockey. We don't have sports teams other than hockey. So it's rare that we get to see this outside of the arena. So I, I don't know, it was extremely special for me as a Montrealer as a, as a wrestling fan and it was cool that I got to experience it with my bud and my wife was there and your fiance was there. It was just it was magic, man. It not to get emotional, but it was freaking magic, dude.
0: Oh, it was again and uh Seth Rollins connected with the fans in a way that Roman Reigns only wishes he can. And Roman Reigns, we don't know what's going to happen with him and his path, but the fan did not like him. And on that note, Universal Title, let's end it off with a question. Don't we have one more
1: question? Yeah, we do have a question. It's uh, Rico, same dude. He asked us two questions, actually. I'm glad you reminded me of that because I was going to forget it. Um, where, Where do we go with the Universal Title picture? Because there was not really a big mention of it. On, on, uh, well, I guess I mentioned it a bit on Raw, but they didn't, they didn't do the regular one on one where, like, you know, there's already another challenger up in line. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I didn't pick up on it while we were watching it live, but when I watched back with Seth Rollins, he, you know, put Roman over in his promo. And I hope that they don't start doing that. I hope that's not going to be a regular track. He's been doing it already.
0: Think, he's been doing it already. And I mean, he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a shield. He has to advocate for people in the shield. So I get it. He's a face. Um, but that's an excellent question to end the show on. Uh, what happens now? Is it going to be just another match with Roman Reigns? Please, God, no! But I feel like he's going to be the one that has to take it to bring it back to the roster to really make it relevant again. Um, who else is going to do it? Bat- Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman could do it, but right now he's in this weird kind of, I guess, deal with Lashley
1: and a. Tag I feel like team. it's going to get squash pretty quickly, I, I hope I so I
0: hope so too unless those two start feuding with each other or something which would be a waste for Braun Strowman if you ask me uh but could it be Balor I don't think he beat Brock Lesnar uh, Seth Rollins should be the guy but I don't think he'll beat Brock Lesnar I really do help help me god I do hope that it is Braun Strowman because he's owed it after that match he did have with Brock Lesnar where he just ate an f5 and took a pin uh come yeah. on this is Braun Strowman I hope he takes on Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar eats those
1: hands. It it can't be that hard to set that story up. I mean, you just have to have Brock and Raw, and the
0: greatest Royal Rumble should have been an opportunity to fight the champion.
1: Yeah, but that kind of would might have been lazy. I think that kind of takes away from like the real Royal Rumble. Like I guess they could have done well, it was a like, bonus Royal winner. Rumble,
0: right? It's not like I don't yeah. think this is going to happen every. I mean, maybe it will.
1: No, I don't think it's going to happen every year. I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, honestly, all it takes is all they have to do is share a look backstage. Literally one has to get the other guy's way. It's definitely not tough to set up. And they just, it's not a tough one to set up. And, uh, it's gotta be Braun because I feel like if Roman would have, would have won at mania or at greatest for rumble, I'm on board. I'm on board that he can bring it back, you know, on a weekly basis, but it's gotta be Braun. And
0: I think that makes the most sense. So there you have it, folks. I think we're both on the same page. Talkamania thinks Braun Strowman is the man who should bring the title back to Raw. Let's bring the title back to Raw. Let's see title defenses. Let's see it being relevant again.
1: Hails to the Yeah. And uh, That wraps up another episode of Talkmania. Yeah. I'm tired, not gonna lie. But dude, what a week. Um, it's good training. Because we, we have agreed, and, and the fo- our foursome, us and our wife and fiance, we're going to be hitting up New Jersey next April for WrestleMania. So this week was a little test to see how we can you know, withstand back-to-back shows. I mean, WrestleMania is going to be a lot harder. I'm, I think we're just going to drink a little bit less. I think that's my plan. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but anyways, guys, check us out on Periscope. Check us out on Twitter. Um, Twitter is at underscore Talkamania. We are Talkamania everywhere else. Um, what do we have coming up oh wait, we got that merch giveaway that we still got going so go to our twitter check out the pin tweet it's really easy to enter you just gotta RT the pin tweet give us a rating doesn't even have to be 5 star it'd be sweet if it was but if it's not we understand give us a fair rating on, uh, on iTunes and you're entering the draw we have one more week and then we're gonna be shipping out uh, some merch to uh, one of the random uh, reviewers until then
0: yeah, <laughs> We'll be hitting up this week with Backlash predictions.
1: Oh, true, true, true. Forgot about that one. Yeah, so Backlash. Whoa, we'll hit that up later in the week, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, man. Before I screw this up anymore, J-Bomb is out. Dez, say bye. Happy Rusev Day, folks.